0: Bada fetchies and welcome to episode 52. That's the fifth non-prime number episode number in a row. Can we do six? I don't think so. But anyway, welcome everybody to the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. And frankly, that's a legitimate business strategy and fair play to them. But we don't do that. Isn't that right, Katie? That's right.
1: Sorry, I was just reading
0: a blog. So are you far away? Do you want to start again? No. No? It's okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Good on them. Well done for for charging people for access to the content. Hmm. And and they're, they're, they're hard the, labour. It's just not our bag, is it? It's not our bag, no. It's not even any form of luggage that we own. But anyway, um, visit FetchEveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments, questions, suggestions, etc. And uh, let's get on with things. Okay. Hello, Katie. Are you there?
1: I am here. I've, yeah. just, I've just seen a blog that I want to highlight. Um, so... I'm going to just quickly put that in now. So you say something.
0: I'll say something, right, shall I? Okay. well, I'll I'll start talking about my my training for the week. Well, I only got two runs done, which I was a bit disappointed with because I like to get at least three done. Um, But... um, So one of them was just like an early morning plod last Monday morning. Um, But the one on Thursday was 12 miles. Um, So I started off thinking I'm going to run away from the house for three miles and turn around and come back again and then go off in another direction to do another three miles and turn around and come back again because I thought with my calf being potentially a bit dodgy I want to limit the amount of walking back to the house time so I'm I'm still at that point where I'm not really happy about it being you know all mended yeah um But I got to three miles and I thought, I don't want to have to run back to the house only to run away again from the house in a different direction for another three miles. So I just kept going. So I was on the canal path and I thought, I'll do another mile and then I'll turn and then it won't be so bad. And then I thought, I'll do another mile and that'll put me to five. And when I get back to the house, I'll have done 10, which is my longest run for a while anyway. And then I've only got to do two And then I thought, I'll just keep going. So I ended up being six miles away from the house and I turned around on the canal and just the breeze hit me then. Um, uh, But no choice really, but to run back. Um, But it was all okay. I was pretty much flagging in the legs in the last mile. There's a a bit where you have to go up some steps and cross a railway bridge. In that last mile, and my legs had really had it by that point. Um, But it was, i pushed my longest run by two miles, so...
1: Yeah, and you expect to feel like that in your last bit of your run, don't you? When it's your longest run for a while, you expect to feel like that. That's sort of normal.
0: We we did the 10 last week, and I didn't feel like that at the end of the 10. I I thought, Mm. I've got more in the tank. Um, But at the end of the 12, that was like, okay, tank on zero percent. Yeah. Um, but it was good and no sign of any sort of nastiness from the calves
1: excellent Uh, yeah
0: good and how about you are you finished looking at the blog that you want to highlight yes I'm sorry I'm properly
1: here now and uh, not distracted anymore it is a good blog though Um, I'll come on to that later Um, I haven't had the best week I had a really good swim last Monday before we did the last week's podcast that was really good um, I then gave blood on <clears throat> Tuesday evening, which went really well. I believe I got a PB, although oh, that could be a whole load of rubbish, but it was 7 minutes 37. Good and, pumping. Yeah. I was the last person to sit down in the chair to give. It was 20 to 7. And um, I was the last person to sit down into the chair, but I wasn't the last person to get up from the chair. There were at least two or three people who were already sat down giving their blood. and I um, so beat the tail them. bleeder? I beat is, them.
0: Is there a tail bleeder?
1: No, there was a lot of clearing up around us, actually. Um, they were keen to get home, I, yeah. w- I would say, um, to the point where the lady said to me, put three fingers on that, hold it really tightly and do it all the way over to where you sit down for your cup of tea. Um, but then she walked off to pack up, and all my stuff was in the box behind there. My coat and my bag was in the
0: yeah.
1: box, and that she, she was gone. There was no one else who was going to carry my stuff over, which they sometimes do if they've told you to press hard on. So anyway, I was like, well, I can't press hard on this and carry my stuff back. And then I sat down for my cup of tea and realised that the other people had finished giving blood and come and sat down and gone within about three minutes. <laughs> We were all feeling the pressure, I think, because the clearing up was happening. Um, Yeah,
0: but more importantly, um, what biscuits did you have?
1: I had three custard creams and uh, I had my own water in my own water bottle. It frustrates me that other people don't take them because there's lots of plastic cups used. Yeah. They are encouraging people to hold on to the plastic cup that you use to get a drink when you come in and use it for the, the drink at the end, but we could all just take our bottles.
0: yeah they could put that on the instructions couldn't they that they send out to people
1: and take a reusable cup if you're gonna have a hot drink at the end i don't i never bother having a hot drink actually um and then i came home i had a surprise half an hour between giving blood and going to swim coaching and i came home here and i made myself a hot chocolate and had a packet of crisps because i felt like i'd slightly rushed my recovery yeah i hadn't really but i just wanted to eat crisps and have a hot chocolate so that's what i did
0: And how's your blood now as the the soup regained its texture?
1: Well, so then I did a short run on Thursday, which felt reasonably hard work. Not surprising, two days after. But then, straight after I'd run, had a shower, my back started to go into a kind of funny sort of spasmy thing. And um, I haven't really done much since. So I don't really know what my breathing's like in terms of pushing myself. Yeah, I haven't pushed myself since. Um, I've been doing back recovery. I've done a little bit of yoga. Um, Nightjar very kindly took on my swim coaching on Saturday morning, so I didn't have to do bending over at the front of the lane. Um, So thank you to Silver Shadow and and Nightjar for that. Um, Yeah, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, so... Just hopefully on the mend now, but yeah. still a bit stiff, isn't it?
1: It's on, definitely on the mend. It feels better. The thing that I've discovered is the worst thing for it is getting into the passenger seat of a car and lifting my left leg into the car. And mm. that just makes it throb like crazy, or at least it did on Saturday. Um, driving is equally a bit awkward, but not quite as throbtastic. tastic. Yeah. So anyway, I had a really good restful day yesterday, having another good restful day today, doing a bit of yoga, might try driving to see how it is, but not too much. Yeah. Or at least just get in the car and out again. And then maybe a swim on Wednesday if it's still continuing to improve.
0: Yeah. Oh well, fingers crossed. So yeah,
1: anyway, it's not the end of the world, it could be worse, etcetera etc. Cetera. And I just want to really be able to work tomorrow. That's my the main thing really
0: yeah well let's hope so yeah Yeah.
1: we've got something quite exciting there haven't
0: we yes well um i've mentioned my running but i haven't mentioned my swimming and that's because Mm. the next section of the show folks is our mediocre leisure center review section and as always in our mediocre leisure center review section we've got a mediocre leisure center review uh so it's over to me now on my way to the lovely Bramkett Leisure Centre in Nottingham. Hello everybody and welcome to my Mediocre Leisure Centre review. And this week's Mediocre Leisure Centre is the Bramcote Leisure Centre, which is sort of halfway between uh, Nottingham and a little town called Stapleford. Um, yeah, and the rain is coming down. It's quite a miserable day really, so I'm I'm really glad that I got my run done yesterday and, and I can get, go inside to be wet today because the outside wet is not looking very appealing. Um, anyway, so for a princely sum of £4.60 or £4 if I were to buy a leisure card which itself costs £5 I can go and join in with this lane swim. Um, I was disappointed to see on the website that the slide is currently out of action um, because i think nothing breaks down uh, a lane swim into more manageable chunks than the occasional go on the slide Um, but never mind Um, i think the one thing i'm most kind of nervous about is what will the other people be like because um, you know lane etiquette that's a big thing isn't it you've got to get your lane etiquette right otherwise you get frowned at or swum into or swum over or just drowned by other people, uh, and that's not much fun. So I'm just hoping that there'll be a a nice tolerant bunch. Um, Another time we went to a a local leisure center and it was some sort of, uh, you're only allowed to swim slowly kind of swim. And, And me and Katie got stared at and frowned at because we were sort of buzzing up and down as quick as we could. Uh, but obviously too fast. Anyway, I'm going to make the dash through the rain and I'll hopefully swim a mile. And so I should be back in about an hour to report on my findings.
1: Zip, 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 zip,
0: zip. Well, hey, I'm just back. I've just eaten a banana and I'm sat in the car again. And, um, yeah, that was pretty good um, for a mediocre leisure centre. So... First of all, the changing rooms were suitably adequate, Um, there was a bit of a sort of a a labyrinth of little sort of mini corridors that you had to walk down to find the right place and I was perpetually worried about wandering into the ladies changing area but so far avoided. Um, And then there seemed to be some sort of party going on in the showers, Um, but I think that was just the, the previous swimming slot was some kind of group and they were clearly having a great time so uh I left them to it and and made my way to the pool and it's kind of cut into um it made me sort of a bit concerned that it was shorter than 25 meters and I ended up asking someone afterwards like whether they knew what the distance was or not and so I was wrong the the main bit is 25 meters but there's another sort of bit uh that's just like a fun pool really but um anyway that confused me um and the thing you notice when you go to a, a a pool that you're not used to is the the sort of grab rail or the, the little trough at the end of each length uh, is different and it took me about 20 lengths before I got used to the different so there's like this big sort of angry solid looking grab rail at the shallow end and then there's a trough at the deep end and um when we're in trinity I'm I'm just so used to even you know in a few weeks of getting to one end and just pushing off because I know where it is, I know where my hand goes in relation to the water. But so this time, uh, for the first 20 lengths, I was just clattering my hand against the wall or missing it or just having to come to a total standstill before pushing off again. Um, and it was also interesting trying to work out which lane to go in. Um, six lanes, it was quite sort of, they felt like they were quite wide, um, but they all had people in. Um, I chose medium fast, which is uh, the middle one, and uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, There were a lot of people in in there. I think there were as many as five people in my lane at one point, Um, but we were all reasonably matched. I did stop to let this sort of uh, bullet-headed man come past a few times, and, and he was going like the clappers and catching me up every so often, but apart from him, uh, everybody sort of bumped along quite nicely. I did get my my toes felt up a couple of times, but um, I stopped at the end of the lane on both occasions, thinking, oh, someone wants to come past, Um, but it was someone from the next lane, so I was obviously swimming quite close to the rope to avoid sort of any clashes with strangers. Um... But that was alright. And the thing that I noticed most of all was just how clear the water was. I think it probably helped that I have new goggles. Um, I'm just looking at my face now because they were digging in a bit, but uh, it looks alright. I'm, I'm a bit allied. Um But then the combination of the new goggles and perhaps some, cl- not cleaner water, but sort of, I don't know, less stuff in it. I don't know what... Um, anyway the water was lovely and clear Um, but the new goggles were a bit weird because they sort of every now and again I'd just get this like little side image uh, where they would sort of um, like there was a a little sort of angled mirror in there and I was getting a view of the swimmers to my left or right every now and again so either that or I'm having some sort of brain incident Um, I hope not and and the other thing of note in my mediocre leisure centre review was that about halfway along there's this massive step down, and the the second half of the pool is really quite deep. Um, so that was quite interesting, and that also broke things up a little bit. You had like a little uh, little thing to look forward to in the middle of each length. And despite having a few stops and a few clumsy sort of uh, lane what's it called length exchanges where <laughs> where I swap out you know the bit where you get to the end of the lane um despite some clumsiness there um I turned in a pretty good time I also had to stop and fiddle with my goggles a couple of times so I still did about a 45 minute mile which I'm really happy with I was concentrating on trying to get my arms a little wider when I'm a sort of uh, putting them forward into the water um so Katie's tip which she acknowledges comes from one of the other coaches was to imagine that you're paddling on a surfboard so I was trying to do that trying to keep my arms a little wider and so despite all the stops I still put in a pretty good time so I think if I take that back to Trinity um then you know I might be able to improve my time a little bit more and I was also a little bit more conscious because of the number of people in the lane so I was doing a bit more sort of angling my head a bit more so I don't think my head position was great this week but I was concentrating on the arms as well so I'll, I'll put it all together next week I promise um and that's it so uh the showers were lovely and warm um changing rooms are pretty quiet and there's free parking outside what more can you say so right I've had my banana I've bored you to tears I'm off now to get back to some work See you later, Fetchies. Well,
1: thank you, Ian. And um, no, I quite like something to look at under the water. Trinity is a bit of a um, a gradual descent into the deep end, isn't it? There's no sort of exciting drop off, I don't think. I quite like that uh, that deep um, diving pool at Robinson, which is sort of halfway along the pool. Do you know what I mean? And as yeah, you yeah. swim along, you can then look at, look across as if you're looking into the deeps. The deeps?
0: Yes, multiple deeps.
1: The deeps. <laughs> the deeps of Robinson. Sorry, the depths of Robinson. I, obviously, I know the correct word. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it sounded like you had a good swim. It is always a bit weird going to a new place. It's a bit nerve-wracking. You don't know whether the etiquette's going to be the same and yeah. how many people you'd be sharing with and if someone's going to be doing that very wide back crawl sort of mixed with breaststroke somehow and yeah. taking up half a three-quarters of a lane.
0: I put my glasses on the on the floor just by the shallow end, yeah. As you as you do mm-hmm. when we're at Trinity, and the lifeguard who was doing laps of the pool, not just like sitting there but just mm. lapping continuously. You don't mean in the
1: water though, do you? No, just walking okay, around the good. outside. <laughs>
0: that's um, not a very good lifeguard. <laughs> I don't know, just roaming a bit of a roaming brief. Mm. Um No, she said, "Shall I put these out of the way so no one stands on them?" Mm. Um, so that was a bit you're like, "Whoa, that's not how we do things." um but i said yes please thank you thank you please yeah um and there was someone doing backstroke um and uh, i offered to let them go ahead because they were clearly a better swimmer than me but they said oh no 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 it's just backstroke not going very fast and then they were just keeping up with me along. Yeah,
1: yeah there's a really fast backstroker at, uh, at trinity actually and he's he's really yeah he's really good yeah. he does backstroke the entire time doesn't yeah. do any other stroke
0: Fair enough. Yeah. And the other thing which I didn't mention was um, you know, along the ropes you have the little sort of floaty bits of plastic. Yeah. yeah. They didn't seem to have as many of those as I'm used to. Okay.
1: So they make wa- the water more bouncy. The
0: water was choppier because yeah. it wasn't sort of dulling it down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the clear water. It uh,
1: does it does make you realise how much those things help with that.
0: Yeah. 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 They need to up their floaty plasticky game.
1: Yeah. When I did my um I think I think I might have even spoken about this in the podcast, but when I did my level one coaching up at the um Bottisham Leisure Centre, I want to say Bottisham, I think that's where it was. <laughs> Painting the Bottisham. Um they didn't have the sort of really sturdy lane ropes. And when we were all swimming up and down, I think there were I don't know how many there were of us on the course, but let's say there were eighteen of us sort of pounding up in the other pool, I felt like I was at sea. It was yeah. not pleasant. I didn't have my <coughs> earplugs either. So I was—I felt like I was all over the place. But, um, but it sounds like you had a good swim. Um, yeah. Apart from a few little interruptions.
0: My overall pace was just a tiny bit quicker than last week. Even though my, when I got to the mile, yeah. I wasn't quite as quick for the mile. Um, but my overall pace at about 1.2 miles was a little bit faster. So I obviously sort of held on to the pace a bit better. Good. Um, yeah, so I'm just enjoying it at the moment, so we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, well, we had quite a lot of chat on the podcast thread this week, and it was mainly about scones.
0: Yeah, I opened a can of worms there. Yeah. It's like never, ever uh, mentioned the pronunciation, or is it pronunciation well, that was something? Well,
1: that was the first part of it. Yeah. That passed quite, you know, people were sort of chatting about that quite sort of gently and nicely to each other. But it was when he got onto the cream and jam that things turned nasty. Yeah, there were all sorts of things like "never darken my door again" or no. I it have was to issue
0: some bans. Yeah, is, you know, unacceptable.
1: People were getting heated, and uh, um, so I'm not even going to say what I do with mine.
0: I am going to say, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean, I know we're going to lose half the audience right now, but yeah. I don't care. I just shove them on in any order that you know that whichever pot of Deliciousness is nearest me, that goes oh. on first, then the other stuff, and then I shove it in my gob as fast as I can until my stomach hurts. Yeah. That's what I do. Yes. <laughs> I recommend this approach to everyone.
1: Yeah. Just don't think about it too much. Yeah. um And so that was interesting. So that did high emotions on the podcast thread this week. Um, we had the correct pronunciation of O Tatara is O as in go, Tatara.
0: Oh, Tatara.
1: Wine Legs' hometown in New Zealand Um, and we had Minardi talking about doing a piece and she did a piece didn't she?
0: Yes um, we we, were very pleased to to receive this recording Um, Mm. we don't know where it's going to end but luckily it wasn't
1: posted to us by a like by someone who found it in the woods because that would have been a a sad thing, wouldn't it, if we'd had this recording posted to us?
0: Yeah, but, well, we'll leave it to Minardi to explain why it wouldn't have been a sad thing.
2: Hello Fetchies, it's Minardi, slightly lost on the outskirts of Mansfield. My husband can't drive at the moment, so I'm having to drive him everywhere. So he's got this meeting, which is in a business park in the middle of some woods. So I've decided that I'd go for a run while he's in his meeting. only trouble is I, I've come off the beaten path because I thought I'd found a shortcut. haven't found a shortcut, can't find the way back to the path. So I thought, well, what else can I do but say hello to fetchies and if they find my body, chin, whenever then you know I died happy, apart from my hurty hip, you know I died doing something that I loved. Oh, I think I can spot a path. See you later Fetchies, bye. Zip, 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 zip. Here's the postscript for you Fetchies. I found my way out once I realized I should ignore the directions on Google Maps because it was trying to find me the nearest road. And uh, I found a footpath and then just followed the noise of the traffic. So I've made it back to the car just in time to meet him after his meeting. Bye fetchies. Zip, 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 zip. A postscript to my postscript. I've since got home and realised that I got so horribly lost because when I was visualising the map of where I was in my head, I was visualising myself in a totally different place. So no wonder I got lost. I was heading in the wrong direction, couldn't find the trail of breadcrumbs that I'd left or anything. I was just so stupid.
0: Well, we're certainly glad that you made it back safely, Minardi. Um, and it made us think about times when we've been kind of lost or just totally sort of unsure as to where we were headed, Um where there's a the river Trent up north um I say north some people will go what um but it's north of here uh <laughs> that's what I mean so I, I run along there a couple of times and because of the bends in the river there are times when it looks as though you are running to the left of um the massive cooling towers at Ratcliffe power station mm. and that is not what you want to be doing, because if you're doing that, you're kind of heading towards Leicester. Yes. Um, So uh, the first time I did that, I was a bit nervous that I'd somehow managed to cross the river or was running the wrong way along the river, totally disorientated. Um, But, you know, you hit the next bend and and they they end up being on the right side of you again. Um, And and everything's cool and groovy. Um, But... That my main sort of getting lost whilst running stuff tends to happen in my dreams. Mm. Um, oh yes, yeah. And I realised when I was doing Abingdon Marathon in October twenty eighteen that most of my dreams were set in Abingdon Town Centre. I did not realise this. I mean, it was mm. it, it had been twelve years since my previous running of Abingdon, yeah. And I spent twelve years wondering where I was run, running around in my dreams, and it turned out it was Abingdon Town Centre. So yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I One of my worst getting lost dreams whilst running was um, Oakley 20. Yeah. Um, you were carrying a
0: Dyson, weren't you? I was
1: carrying a Dyson <laughs> and I just kept on getting lost. It was very awkward. The whole thing was very awkward. Um, but I can relate to the being lost while running in actual fact. And I can also relate to looking at a map and thinking, oh, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then heading off uh, without the map. And it all being very different. And that was, so my experience was on the Isle of Wight last August. And I looked at the OS map and then headed off and ended up sort of thinking, well, I'll just keep running towards the sea. I can see the sea. I'll keep running towards that. That'll be fine. I'll probably pop out at the point that I think I'll, I'll, I'll be at. And uh, But I did bump into somebody who was running and said to him, oh, I hope you don't mind me asking, but am I heading towards freshwater? And uh, he looked really surprised and <laughs> his, no, eyebrow. <laughs> his eyebrows went up and he said, no, you actually need to like literally turn at a right angle to where you are heading now in order to head towards fresh water. And even then you probably won't. Anyway, so I did what he suggested, um, popped out on a road and it wasn't that far away from where I needed to be in the end. But instead of doing three miles, I'd done closer to five.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was when I sent out a distress signal to you, didn't I? Saying please meet me with the car.
0: I uh, just chucked the dogs in the car because we were yeah. camping and <laughs> come and find you. But yeah, that was okay. But yeah. I do like those runs where you don't really know where you're going. Do you, What do you think? Do you like them or do you?
1: I I don't feel comfortable when mm. I don't know where I'm going, and because I know that I am a little bit prone to optimism at the start um, of knowing where I'm going. Hmm. and then just being lost I, it does worry yeah. me a bit I've been lost in the car many times before sat-navs and phones had things on them because yeah. I just optimistically thought oh I'll, I'll I'll know where that is or there'll be signs for that place when I get to the big like when I get to Manchester there'll just be a sign that says this is where the aquatic center is and I'll yeah. just get there <laughs> no no Katie oh dear yeah,
0: yeah now for me it means kind of new conker zones and Yeah. And, you know, uh, a little bit of an adventure.
1: I think also that was quite a stressful one for me because my phone was on about 5%.
0: Oh, right. So that was
1: also a little bit nervy.
0: Do you know my number off by heart? No. Okay. That's one of the things that the scouts had to, or the, the cubs, I'm sorry, had to do. Right. My boys helping out with the cubs. And for their homework from cubs, they had to all learn at least one of their parents' phone numbers.
1: Oh, I know my so, mum's number. <laughs> okay,
0: there you go. You could have phoned her and got her to phone me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well done, Menardi. We're glad you, are, you, you did not get lost. Thank you for coming back safe. And well done for, for taking Mr Menardi to his meeting as well. That's very kind of you. Yes. Yeah. So, where are we now? What
1: next?
0: features. Oh, Yeah. Okay, well, um, so I can't provide you with a specific link to this one because it is on every single one of your training entries where you have GPS data. Um, But have you ever left your watch running at the end of a run or a ride or a swim and jumped in the car and driven off somewhere? Yeah, Katie's now raising her hand for the benefit of the recording. (laughs) Um, Or just come home and taken your watch off and left it running and then you've got that annoying kind of squiggle as the GPS signal bounces around the insides of your house. Yeah. You have. Well, wait, there's good news. <laughs> 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 because if you go to the one of your training entries now, there's a map well, showing you where you've been and just above the map it says trim your GPS data or something like that. Yeah. And when you follow that page, there's a little sort of slider bar that you can use to trim off the bit that you don't want. You can trim the the first bit of your runoff or the last bit of your runoff. Or swim. Um, Or swim. Yeah. Or bike. Or even your yoga, (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. Um, So lots of people gave me some thumbs up for that. In um, when I posted it in my blog last week, so just thought if anybody hasn't seen that yet, is a great feature I think and very useful. Mm, I've so. quite
1: often got out of box end and wandered over to the changing rooms and yeah, showered and fiddled about and then realised I haven't stopped my watch. So yeah,
0: it's yeah. Good. I mean, it, it um, particularly if you've got in the car and driven off, yeah, it'll mess up your overall pace. Yeah, um, you know, so it. By trimming it, you get back to something more like, you know, what you accurately did. So it's quite useful for that. But the bane of my life at the moment is the skiers. Um, Because there's, I don't know, maybe about 10 people out of thousands who are wearing their GPSs whilst they go skiing. And you can see the the straight lines when they're going on the ski lifts up the mountain and then the wiggly line when they come back down again.
1: Why is Uh, that a bane to you?
0: Well, what ha- because you know, you're skiing downhill, you're going pretty quick. Mm. Um, and then you're on a ski lift, which is transporting you at whatever pace they go at. I don't yeah. know whether they're fast or slow. Quite
1: slow, some
0: um, of them. Okay. But um, so that's creating all these sort of records... Right. Um, you know, oh, fastest kilometre or whatever. Watch is set
1: to
2: I don't think
0: so. There's a possibility I'm doing them a disservice and they've set it up for skiing and Fetch is just ignoring that when it's importing them. Mm. Um, but I'm sort of constantly having to clear out our weekly league table of, of skiers mm. who are doing very fast kilometres. Um, right. Yeah. There you go. Oh dear. It'll soon all melt. Yes. And then they won't be able to do that anymore.
1: That's true. Good good snow this year, apparently, though.
0: Is there? Apparently. So that's my site feature this week.
1: Well, I've highlighted several things. A highlight, first of all, number one, treasure hunt thread. We've got a new set of things to find for February set by Silver Shadow. I'm going to read them out now. Okay. Um, A date on a building, a spiral, a pub with legs. So... No ship or king's arms, no, they have no legs, but yes to Black Horse or Prince of Wales. Um, a garden well, the ornament. The would get you an extra millipede. point. So, yeah, yeah. Um, garden ornament, riverbank, ordnance survey benchmark. I didn't even know what one of those was until this.
0: Have you been this. googling?
1: Well, I haven't. I've seen pictures on the thread yeah. from other people who have Googled them. I
0: think yeah. there's one, the, you know, Go Outdoors, mm. um, There's and there's a farm opposite that, and we run through that farm. Yeah. And there's one in the grounds of that farm. Okay. So we could go and try and find that at some point, cool. if when you back's better. Yes. Sorry, do continue.
1: Iconic image. So if you wrote a book about your town village area, what would you put on the cover? I know mm. what I would do for Bedford, but I just, but suspect it's the same for everyone um some street art and then the next one is just look up and then a brown road sign
0: not trouser legs or you know.
1: not skirts no
0: disgusting and a brown road sign yeah yeah so i just said that <laughs> i know i was just you wanted to say it so. helping bring us okay. back into the flow okay yeah
1: yeah so good list thank you very much for that we'll probably do that at some point together yeah. maybe
0: well let's get you mended first if and I can then... be mended if yeah. not
1: then Ian will do it
0: but it does get you thinking and and like a lot of people said even if you're not playing the game or taking the photos gets you looking about as to you know if I was mm. going to take a photo where would yeah. I do it yeah. um, and if you were going to do that just do it <laughs> just yes. get stuck in join in with that yes. and it, it seems to be uh, in getting people's attention and interest so that's pretty good yeah um I, good stuff. It's not quite a thread, but they are talking about it on the thread, but I wanted to highlight something as well. Um it's not on the it's on the not. show notes, so Katie's looking at me with vast confusion. Yeah, go on. Um but the in Who Squares Wins um there's a, a lot of fun going on this week because um on the multiplayer you've got this massive grid and it's all covered over with the icons of the different players as they take ownership of the squares. And a lot of the players have changed their icons to Pac-Man figures. Mm. So there's a Pac-Man, there's a Ms. Pac-Man. There are several of the ghosts. Um, Someone else has changed their icon to the Pac-Dots that they collect. Somebody else is the cherries. Um, So it is really simple bit of fun but it's just made me smile
1: it looks really cool actually yeah
0: so um who's goes wins just
3: bleh
1: yeah i was just that. looking at it just to see if it's made any progress
0: yeah um
1: i also wanted to highlight a blog by canute um i had a quick look at his profile and he is an m70 mm-hmm.
3: um
1: and he is quoting um, an extract from a book called running into old age by george sheehan sheehan not sure how you pronounce that um and the first part of the quote is the changes that come with age are subtle but not to a runner and then he goes on to explain kind of his sort of last few months and how he's had a bit of an injury and then has been coming back from this injury and and then what his running has been like, his running has been like since he's, he's come back from from the injury. And it's slower than he would have been. In fact, he says, my average pace was 7.26 per kilometre. My younger self spent a little more than half that length of time to run a relaxed kilometre. It's obviously a really awesome runner. Um, and... Yeah it's just that feeling and I I can relate to it very much that um my running is different now I mean I'm just coming into my 50s and I can't see me ever going back to running at the speed I did 10 or 12 years ago and that I actually feel okay with that but I really liked this um last paragraph um that he writes today the resonance is bittersweet i am a little sad to know that i'll never again be the runner i once was but I'm grateful that I once was that runner and that I am now a different runner. That five-year-old running to school took it for granted that the future would be exciting. I still feel that excitement. George Sheehan, or Sheehan finished his lament. But first, help me bury the runner I once was, and then we can talk about what the future holds. Apparently, it still holds plenty. Wow. I think that's lovely. That is
0: lovely.
1: So um, so that's Canute's blog um, from the 2nd of February, so yesterday. And it's called But First, Help Me Bury the Runner I Once Was. And um, it's really, the whole thing is great. I've only picked out a few sentences from it, um, but it's a really lovely blog. Yeah. Really nicely written.
0: I had an F-mail from another, um, a, an F-70 uh, karate woman. Mm. And she told me that she's just been, uh, she's just qualified to run for England Athletics mm. or, or England Mm. Um as a as a seventy plus.
3: Oh cool. Um, and
0: I've looked up her times and she's just doing fantastically well. So mm. another shout out Lovely. to uh,
1: Brilliant. Yeah, we've got some great um older runners on the site and at Bedford Harriers we've got some amazing old runners mm. too. So it's all it's all great to think that it's not just what happens now, it's how yeah. things change and what you can do with it in the future as well. Yeah.
0: My dad's 73 and yes. knocked out 500 miles last year.
1: <laughs> he got to his 500 quicker than I did last yeah. year as well by a good while. Um, the other blog that I wanted to highlight um, is actually from, I think, the 1st of February and it's Runner Bean's blog. And it's just a really nice little celebration of getting out and running and the things that Runner Bean does, like for example... Pretending she's crossing a finishing line and high-fiving leaves and talking to squirrels. Um, it's really lovely. So have a look at that one as well. Um and we've now got another you know, featured fetchie. We're literally tripping over featured, featured fetch fetch fetch. fetches this week. Um uh, I'm tripping over my words, and uh this is Vancouver jogger, and he has some scary tales.
3: Hi Fetchies, it's Vancouver Jogger here. Um, I love listening to the Fetch podcast when I'm out running, but that only takes up one of my runs during the week. So other times in the week, I listen to other things, sometimes music, mainly um, podcasts. But I thought I'd share a little bit of a podcast that I was listening to last week and I had to switch off um, mid run because it just frightened the life out of me. Just one time too many. Uh, it's the Uh, tunnel 29 podcast uh, from uh, BBC sounds and the the scene is that I'm running it's evening it's pitch black I'm in the countryside so no street lights anything like that I'm off road through open fields and uh, woods and also a a woodland burial ground Uh, but I'm running along and the podcast goes like this
2: turns to crouch down and watch while the other person crawls forward
1: and after about four hours we reached the bottom of the field it was so quiet
2: down there just the river and we guess the border must be just beyond it um, so we lowered our feet into the river
3: there was an extremely loud noise right next to us at first we thought it was a, an explosion or, or,
1: or machine gun, but when we looked up, we saw a, a huge flock of wild geese, around 40 or 50 of them. They flew right up into the air. The flapping
2: of their wings made this terrible noise. We were terrified that the soldiers...
3: <laughs> As you can imagine, that totally frightened the life out of me. But I carried on going. Um, but the, uh, the, the final nail in the coffin, if you like, was... Uh, Having just gone through the Woodland Burial Ground, uh, there was, uh, I mean, i got my headphones in, so these kind of sounds are very close in stereo, uh, and this kind of metal bang and clang that sounds just like a gate slamming. Turn round, see who was coming out of the gate behind me, I realised it was in my headphones, but at that point I thought, right, enough is enough, this podcast is going to have to wait for daylight when I'm not running. Glad to
0: hear you're unscathed, Vancouver jogger. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky that I do very little running after dark. Um, I'm sure it's an adventure, but um, it's definitely um, preferable. I like running like as the sun's coming up.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and watching all the vampires just sort of catch fire on the pavements around me, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I haven't done any sort of night running for a while.
1: I did run, um, from daylight into night, um, a couple of years on the Round Norfolk Relay. Yeah. And you are on your own in a sense, but you've also got a, like a support car and a yeah. and quite Doing. often a cyclist right behind you. Um, so although you're running along in the middle of the countryside in, in Norfolk, it's, you're not alone, um. But yeah, that is a slightly eerie feeling because you are the only runner around. But I can relate to the feeling of scary stuff and being on your own. Though sometimes when I'm in the in the house on my own and I start watching something, and it's a bit scary, I have to get rid of that. and Not watch it until Ian's back or yeah. boy is back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so it's just your mind plays tricks with you, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to go and double check that you've locked all the doors yes, and that kind of thing. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Vijay. So, I think we're more or less yes, to it, aren't we, this we week? Are. Is this a quick podcast or am I imagining that? I don't
1: know. I'm just looking. No, oh, not, not especially. Too really. <laughs>
0: um, so, you're presumably just hoping not to be broken, is uh, yes, your main goal?
1: My main goal is to get better. I'd love to swim on Wednesday. Um, you sort I... of nearly
0: swam this morning, didn't you? So, that's where you were sort of on the cusp. I
1: was really undecided about whether to go or not and it feels like I could go there and it could loosen my back completely and feel really lovely mm. but I could go there and it could just push it back and that is just I just don't want to be pushed back because I feel like I'm making good progress um uh, yeah so that's the main aim uh if I can do some yoga um and a swim on Wednesday and then I, I'm going to just put running feels the thing that's going to be the most awkward because um, my dog jarring. was eating something unmentionable, and I kind of ran towards her to kind of uh, get her attention, and uh, it jarred. So I think yeah. I think running is the trickiest one. So yeah,
0: yeah, so much more impact, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. How about you?
0: Um, well, my goal for the end of February is to get to about sixteen miles. I think for my long run. So other done 12 this week just gone i'm not aiming to push beyond that um, but i'd like to do another 12 and to have those last mile mile and a half just feel a bit, bit more comfortable so yeah. just a sort of consolidating run uh this week um but i want to go out and do another one where i push the pace a little bit as well because i didn't do any of that this week so like uh yeah um a six or seven mile run with four in the middle that's a, a little bit quicker. But, you know, yeah. just for for that part of the training, mm. you know. Okay. Um, and definitely more swimming.
1: Yeah, it would be nice if we could go together on, on Wednesday, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Six Nations?
0: Yeah.
1: You can say that. I can't say that. You're like, oh, yeah, good start. Not for us.
0: Yeah, well, Wales had a great game. Didn't to they? be fair, we well, I, I'm not sure about that. The, the, we did well on the scoreline, and we did well. We kept Italy out, but um, they didn't seem to be on the best of form. The Italians, um, and we definitely had some improvements in the the scrum. I think that um, sturdier sides will put us to a, a greater test. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's too soon to to be shouting about the Grand Slam.
1: (laughs) I didn't think it was a very exciting game. Mm. But then I don't... I think when we went to Principality and watched Wales Italy, it was lovely being there. It's a great atmosphere. It was wonderful and all of that. But the game itself, compared to when we've watched, say, Wales Island, Mm. it's a bit of a demonstration game. Yeah. That's what it feels like.
0: Games are always better when there's still two sides in it right up till the end, really. yeah. Um, And even better still if your side is the winning side. Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, Yeah. So England kind of started to pull it together towards the second half. Well, Johnny May
0: started pulling it together and the rest of them just sort of ran around clapping him on the back. was good. Yeah, he he did a good job when he came on.
1: I felt like it it started to feel a bit more cohesive in the second half, but um, the first half was really disappointing. Yeah. Lots of mistakes and ball dropping. And um, yeah, but... You know. Stuart Hog though. Yes.
0: He must be gutted about that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: We've all had their their equivalent, whether it's you know in oh. in running or whatever sport it is you
1: yeah. you
0: play now or growing up we've all dropped the ball. I know
1: it's that horrible uh, feeling as well as if if you'd done that we would have been equal, wouldn't they?
0: They would they would have been equal if I mean, they converted it. They had to convert it as well. Who knows how the match would have turned out? But yeah, you know those things.
1: Yeah, but Ireland looked strong. We only watched half of it, didn't we, or yeah. three quarters. But Ireland... we went and
0: came second in a quiz. We did, we
1: came second yeah. in a quiz, so yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think this coming weekend then we've got Ireland-Wales. Yeah. Could be an exciting match.
0: Yeah, out in Ireland, so it's a tough place to go to, to yeah. play. Um, but just fingers crossed, really, that... Um, yeah. I think
1: it's for either of them. Yeah. Could go either way, that yeah. one, but I'd like Wales to win. So oh, yeah, that's too. where I'm putting yeah, my, that's where I'm sticking my flag. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You haven't um, got a flag. I haven't even got I have got I've got a mug, that's all I've got. Um Scotland, England, I'm hoping that England will win. I think it could also be quite an exciting match going on how Scotland were playing.
0: I think Scotland looked sort of did their usual sort of ambitious attacking you know, throwing it about, kind of style. Yeah. Um, and hard to forget the game at Twickenham last year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's like... Where just, is
1: it this year? Is it Twickenham?
0: No, it's Murrayfield. Is it? Um, but, but pretty much, with very few exceptions, any Six Nations game can go either way on the day, can't it? Mm. True. Um, yeah. Very
1: true, yeah. And France, Italy, I think France have got that yeah they looked pretty impressive, and Sean Edwards has done a very good job with their defense because <laughs> we could not get past it
0: mind you that that one with the I think may's second try he just sort of seemed to just hoover his way around them like they were you know yeah, that did look good. ornaments yeah um so I think Sean will be yelling at them about that, but um.
1: Yeah, but in general, they stopped every single. I mean, we kept on trying, but they stopped us, stopped us, stopped us. Yeah, just you, you were
0: you were yelling at the, the TV at one point. Try something different.
1: I was. So they
0: kept on sort of banging away well, with they the had penalty advantage. So I was just like,
1: do something else. Yeah, please, but
0: do the flicky flicky. It's easy to thing. say it
1: when you're sitting on your sofa, isn't it? Yeah. Much more difficult when you're in a a wet rugby yeah. thing miles on a cold from Tuesday night like in Stoke. Well, um, they were up against it, and the French um, supporters were really, really kind of brilliant, weren't they? They were banging out all the, yeah. the all the songs.
0: But how quickly they'll turn if, if they things do turn, wrong. Yeah, yeah, they do
1: turn. But they stuck with them because they were doing well. So
0: yeah. But some highlights for me from the the, the Wales match. Um, so first of all, Alan Wyn Jones like grabbing George North and the ball and saying, Right, you go and score the try now. Excuse me, Italian blokes, but I'm putting George on this line here and he's gonna have a try now.
3: Yeah.
0: Um and there was the biggest little flick pass underneath like through his own legs.
3: Oh yeah, that's to, to
0: get Josh Adams in. Mm. And then there was um Tompkins getting his um debut try. Mm. Um he just looked like a some some sort of galumphing cart horse mm. though weaving his way past the italians mm. and you could see how much it meant to him to yeah to get over that line so yeah. and he looked pretty good yeah, yeah 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 it's cool right we'll bring it on then next yes. week cool right but as for you fetchies it's time for you to go and listen to your other podcasts and hopefully complete whatever task it is you've been trying to complete while well i hope your run was you.
1: good if you've been running with us so and, and hopefully you're just coming up to your front door ready for your Post-run
0: fuel. Yeah. What'll it be? Right. We'll see you next time. As usual, send all your comments, questions, suggestions to... No. Wait. The other way around. I should really still have to read this. Do I I still have to read this? So visit FetchEveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your blahs. And if you've got a contribution, record it on your phone and send it to podcast at FetchEveryone.com. Goodbye.